If you've been told that nighttime exercise will disrupt your sleep and that morning is the best time to hit the gym, recent research says that may not be true. With more, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Penny Larson is the lead author of this study from the Charles Stewart University School of Exercise, Science, Sport, and Health in Bathurst, Australia. So tell us what the big headline would be from your study of exercise. We found that early evening high-intensity exercise did not disrupt sleep, and evening exercise also had a greater impact on reducing ghrelin, which is the hunger hormone. Interesting. When you're describing exercise in the evening, this is not simply going out for a walk after dinner. This is fairly high-intensity exercise, right? Yes, exactly. So the participants performed a 30-minute high-intensity protocol, which involved six one-minute maximal efforts on a bike, and then they had four minutes of passive rest in between those sprints. And these were middle-aged men? Yes, so they ranged from 35 to 60, but I think our mean was about 44 years of age. And did they work out before dinner or afterwards? It was before, so we did ask them to fast for two hours prior to participating in the exercise, and this was for the appetite variables that we were measuring. Penny, you referred to it a moment ago, but talk for a moment about how these evening workouts affected their appetites. Sure. So with the afternoon and the evening trial, we asked participants to fast for two hours and we found that pre-exercise, acylated ghrelin was slightly elevated for both the afternoon and the evening trial, which may have to do with the circadian rhythm of that hormone. But then post-exercise, we saw a significant decline in ghrelin, which would suggest reductions in perceived hunger. So it sounds like if someone was wanting to use exercise as a part of a weight loss program, maybe working out in the evening is a better idea. Possibly. Anecdotally, participants did say that they ate less. We didn't see it in the recorded diaries that we had, but they did say they were less hungry. Basically, their focus was on recovery, not so much on eating. I understand you also found differences in the different times of day in the person's strength or power? Yes, so it was an aerobic high-intensity protocol, so they were on a stationary bike, and we found that their sprint power outputs were higher compared to the morning exercise trial. So it appears that they were able to put in more effort in the afternoon and the evening. So whether this had to do with a preference of being a morning person versus an evening person or whether there's actually something physiologically going on would need further investigation. So your study found that it did not negatively impact sleep. How soon after exercise did your subjects get to bed? So it was around normal bedtime for them, which was about 10, 10.30 p.m. Some participants did go to bed a little bit later. So exercise was performed about three hours on average prior to sleep onset. So do you have an opinion about how late in the evening may be too late for exercise? Obviously, it's going to be different for different people, but I personally would suggest that so long as the exercise isn't actually impacting your sleep duration, so so long as you're not cutting off 
your sleep for the purpose of exercising, then it shouldn't negatively impact your sleep. Whereas if you're enforcing a shorter sleep duration, then that's going to have other effects on the subsequent days and if it's prolonged, obviously the weeks and months there as well. But I would also suggest the same for the morning. So you're not getting up earlier than you normally would for the purpose of exercising, but it becomes your normal routine. So what's next in your research? I would like to do a similar study with female participants just because there's a lot of hormonal differences between males and females which may show different responses or to actually see the weight management benefits of exercising at different times of day. Penny Larson, PhD candidate from the Charles Stewart University School of Exercise Science, Sport and Health in Bathurst, Australia. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That's it for another weekly installment of InfoTrack. Our Internet services are courtesy of Pear.com. Special thanks this week to InfoTrack contributors Gina Tedesco and Roy Mackey. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. Thanks for joining us. We hope you'll be with us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.